Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to Raw Basic. Hey. It's so good to have you back, girl. Last it was rough. <laughs> you don't even because my other girl bailed on me too. I am so sorry that all that happened. The internet has been crap. Like we even had problems with our new TV setup because we got rid of our different internet, so we had to get different TV. It has been chaos. By the way, the really cute boy that wanted to take me on a date, he left for Texas and he just ghosted me. And life is like a peach right now. It's so oh, he ghosted you. I thought the, I thought he texted you right when you got there. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then today, he had me blocked, and it made me sad. Blocked? Why in the world would he block you? I don't know. I literally have not talked to him in, like, days. And I was like, I'm going to give you your space. You're with family, friends. Have fun. Be safe. Can't wait to see you when you get home. This morning, he's like, I can't wait to come home and see you. And then I went to go respond, and it said, sorry, this person is not taking messages from you right now. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. Maybe his friends did it. I don't care. I'm not going to stress. What I am going to stress about is our Enneagrams and our... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fun fact. So, actually, I was on FaceTime with my boyfriend last night, and I was talking about how, like, um, for those of you who don't know, my birthday is um, November 11th, so I'm a Scorpio, and I was talking to him about the fact that I am literal opposite of my horoscope (laughs) so then I took a test that was like guessing your horoscope based on your personality and I got Aries which is like March April-ish huh so that's cool it it definitely was fitting though I looked at what it had to say and it was definitely like me pretty much to a T but yeah I know there's like this thing like if you're um, at the very beginning of a month or at the very end sometimes you could be like two zodiacs which is like kind of nifty I think so maybe you're you're, like that type of person like maybe you're on the last day or the first day like a new zodiac starts I I know I know as like a Capricorn I am not like as mean as they say I am I'm literally a ray and ball of joy. There is nothing penetrating this sunshine. Like, good vibes everywhere. But, you know, my horoscope is like, they're dark and twisty. And I'm like, the only time I am dark and twisty is when I am angry. So. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just looked it up. And I'm definitely a Scorpio. Because Scorpio is from October 23rd to November 21st. So. Oh. Well, that's poopy. (laughs) Yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know it, I feel like Scorpio gets a really bad reputation, and it is, like, one of the most known, like, everybody knows, like, what their key traits are. Like, the key traits are, like, super into, like, relationships and stuff like that, and they're aggressive, like, they're known for being a fighter, you know, throwing punches all the time, and they're also known (laughs) for being really mean, And just having an attitude all the time and being so rude to people, which, like, is not really me at all. (laughs) Like, I get attitude sometimes, but I don't have it all the time, and I'm never mean. No, we're just passive-aggressive people. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so it's like, I don't know. 
and like relationships and like stuff like that isn't necessarily like the end of the world to me um and like I just I've never been in a fight in my life I I would never that scares me (laughs) I'm a chicken I can't but like I looked it up and literally I found a few things that like go with me and that's like literally it yeah. Yeah. Like literally, um, good leader and stubborn. Yes. And passive. For sure. For sure. Those are like the three things that like are actually me. And it's just so crazy. So I think my Enneagram and, um, my personality horoscope just got me way better. <laughs> oh, I think so too. For me personally, um, I think my Enneagram, uh, hits the nail right on the head. But <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who don't know what an Enneagram is, basically it's like a test that you take. Um, it takes about like 10 to 15 minutes. It's not like super bad or anything. And it basically just tells you what type of person you are um, as far as how you work, um, certain traits you have, and just like what your natural, um, I don't know what to say, natural vibe is I guess or like what you're naturally good at so yeah yeah it's really just like you know how you take those tests and you're like what should I be when I grow up it's kind of like one one of those types of things they kind of ask you a lot of the same questions (laughs) oh no they kind of it's kind of like a uh, test that you take for college and like to see like oh what should I be when I grow up and what happens is they it's like a percentile like oh well you're like 98% this and 25% this and like all this stuff and whichever one you have the highest percentage in that's more or less like what you are and I know for mine hit the nail right on the head I am 100% I don't want to say like I'm a hundred percent individualist, but like <laughs> I'm really, I'm really individualized. Like I am so in tune with my um, emotional side. I am super sensitive. I'm authentic. Ain't nobody like me. I got the joy of the Lord and it just shows like it shines through and I am not mad about it. Like people love it. They they mistake it for confidence, which I'm not mad about. They're like, girl, they're like, girl, how are you so confident? And I'm like, boy, no. <laughs> come on, go play joy, Lord. What are you saying? So <laughs> so for me, I'm kind of a mix of three things. Um, the thing I'm most is I'm like 98% type seven, which is described as the enthusiast. Um, so like the main things that like you take away from like being an enthusiast is um you're outgoing talkative intelligent um impatient and impulsive and fun and adventurous which I feel like describe me to a T and it could be more right and then I have two other ones which are about 85 percent um so I have a good chunk of these in me too which is type two and type three so type three is the achiever. So they're just like success thirsty and they um, strive to be accomplished. Um, and then type two is the giver. So they're caring, generous, people pleasing, helpful, 
and um, they also like to have close relationships. So yeah, that's what I took away from that. But I feel like all of those like fit me just as equally. You know, I don't feel like the one that's ninety eight percent like the enthusiast like is just you know everything. Oh yeah, because I'm like I got who like pushed myself really hard. So like achiever is like definitely in me, and you know obviously I'm going into healthcare. So like type two is also like really in me too. So it's just crazy. I definitely think you're a good mix of all of them, like for real. Me too. But me personally, I got type four, which is, you know, known as the individualist and wants to live a unique and authentic life and are highly attuned to their emotional experiences. <laughs> I am like not. Megan I said. Shut down. I literally. Oh like, my God. I am way too emotional for this life. This world is not ready for Abigail Renee. Like, no cap. Oh, that's such a pretty like middle name. I didn't even know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's so pretty. Okay. Yeah, but for me, I am the complete opposite. I ignore my emotions and I freaking stuff them in a deep dark chamber. <laughs> and I don't let them out. Oh, so you eventually they start bursting at the seams. So then I get really sensitive about little everyday stuff because I'm not dealing with the bigger issue. Um, which has been mm-hmm. happening, like, a lot lately. Like, yesterday, I literally put on, like, Vampire Diaries music, which everyone knows that it just hits different and it gets you in your feels on a whole different level. And that I laid in my bed and I that's... cried for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, that's me all day. Literally, I've been trying to take selfies. I've been trying on different hats and everything just to, like, get myself to get happy. And I've been listening to really good music. But it's not working. And I was just, like, you know, just refreshing myself on what, like, um, wait, like, what type four is. And one of them says, um, you know, you take care of emotional needs before attending to anything else. And that's 100% true. Because I kind of maybe sort of have been putting off school the last few days. Because I kind of maybe sort of have just been way too in my feels. <gasps> But it's okay because guess what? Now we're back at it, and then we're. Thriving. I have so much schoolwork. I have like three assignments for secondary school, and then I have this huge reading assignment for English that's due Friday. I have two assignments for science that are due Friday, and I have three assignments: one that's due today, one due tomorrow, and one due Friday for algebra. So I'm just, like, swimming in work right now. I can't even. And when it's nice out, I put tanning first. I get out in my bathing Same. suit. That's literally the first thing I do in the morning. When I wake up, I throw on my bathing suit, I get ready, and I go outside and I tan until the UV index isn't worth it anymore. And so Same. that's what I put priority. So then I get stuck doing homework for, like, three hours, like, at night because I push everything to the last minute, which is literally how I am with everything. But I'm such a lately I've been such a big procrastinator and it makes me sad because like freshman, sophomore year, I was the biggest like person that was like, oh, I'll do this tonight so I can have free time. And now I'm like, you know what? This show is really, really good. And you're really, really comfy. That assignment can wait. And it's been terrible. 
And but anyways, back to like <laughs> my my type two. I'm also a type two. Um, I'm a giver, you know. I like to find ways that can be helpful so that others can feel loved and belong. Which that kind of makes me sad right now because like I want to feel loved and belong. So of course I'm gonna make others feel that way. Megan, I love you and you belong here. <laughs> Thank you. You too, girl. <laughs> you're oh my god, you're welcome. Oh lord. Yeah. This is like I'm ready for Rona to be over because if we're being 100% frank, like I've been asked out on a few dates. Yeah, like, queen, excited. you get it. <laughs> I've been excited to go on them and like I want to go on them, but if we're being 100% honest, I just want to hang out with my girls and have a hot girl summer even though we are definitely not a hot girl that portrays that perfect image because we as sober as can be like i would pro- if i had to take like a soberity test of any sort i would they would or test like, me and they would be test. like yeah they would be like what what you broke it what do you mean i'm sober abby you broke it because you're just so sober like Oh my god. I I am such the I'm the mom of my friend group. Um that are that I consider my friend group. There's three of us. The first one, she is the youngest, but she is also the one with all the ideas. The second one is the oldest and she is the go-getter and she is the instigator of the ideas that the younger one has. <laughs> and then I'm the mother that's like, okay, guys, if we do this, 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 and this can happen. So we got to make sure we have a plan for this, plan for that, and plan for this one too. So this is how we're going to go about it. And I'm kind of the mom and I just kind of, you know, situate and rendezvous around all the badness and situations. And, you know, have you seen Inside Out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, I'm basically worried. Oh. Um, Wait, was that purple? Yeah, so... Yeah, that's the purple guy. I haven't watched that movie, like... I think I only watched that movie, like, once or twice, like, right around when it came out. So, how I remembered it was a purple guy. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, the color purple he is is kind of saddening. Yeah. So... Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. I don't know what kind of person I am in a friend group because, like, I have certain... Okay, so my friend situation is kind of confusing. So, I have... I don't have any best friends at the moment. You're the closest thing same. I have. But oh, same. You, you're you're mine right now. So, I really just have my boyfriend. He's in his own category. And then I have you in your <laughs> own category. And then I have my summer friends. Which is the closest thing to a friend group I had. Like, a couple summers ago, not last summer, but the summer before, there was a group of six of us. And, like, it was the equal number of guys and girls, so that, like, worked out really good. And we would just go everywhere together, do everything together. We were always together as much as we possibly could be. Like, living our lives, tons of freedom. And that's, like, the only friend group I've ever really had. Like, in school or anything, I don't necessarily have, like, a friend group that, like, sticks together or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of complicated because, like, my summer friends are, like, a whole different category. Like, it's Oh, but crazy. I feel that. And so, because I don't always talk to them, like, all year round. Like, there's certain ones I'll, like, check in with, but, it, like, we're closest in the summer and stuff. It's crazy, but 
like but I feel that I don't way. know what when I was in I was just the the one that wanted to be like a part of everything you know I feel that because my summer friend that like I spent the entire summer with last summer she and I we like we didn't really have a fallout but we just quit talking for a while and then all of a sudden like she we start texting again and we're, we plan on hanging out and she's having a birthday party and it's going to be her 20th birthday and I'm like super stoked because she invited me to it and I'm just like so blessed to be able to um so totally have been thinking about her I had been so I feel like it's you ever like think about somebody and then they text you? Yeah. Like, they post something on social media. So I feel like to me, that's a way of manifesting in your life is like being able to think about it, concentrate on it, and like kind of like it's literally like I thought about those snakes one day and then boom, they were there. I kind of feel that way towards this friend. Like I thought about her a lot and then eventually she texted me. And like I've been thinking a lot about love and falling in love. And I want to fall in love with the I know. I feel like you've been boy crazy a lot. I had a I had a I phase this fall, like beginning of junior year, where I was really boy crazy. Like I was just like living it up. Like there was this guy at a concert in like September, like right after Labor Day. I was going to a Florida Georgia Line like in concert with um one of my summer friends for her birthday, and there was like this guy. He was like with his friend, and um he actually ended up being like in college or whatever down in Flint or something like that. But, um, mm-hmm. he like kept like eyeing me and it was weird because I was like behind him, but he just kept like turning and looking back at me. So then eventually like I obviously did it back. And then like, it would just be a thing where we would like look at each other and like vibe during the concert together, just like by looking at each other. And it was really fun. So I, you know, I just, you know, decided to be a teenage girl and my mom let me, and so I like hunted him down after the concert and I got his number and stuff. And then we texted paragraphs back and forth for like uh, two or three weeks. He actually helped me with my homework and like literally sent me his like notes and stuff and literally helped me with my algebra homework and saved me from having a breakdown. And he was like Aww. almost a literal stranger. But the bad thing was he had a girlfriend so the fact that he was texting me paragraphs back all the time like I didn't care I was just being a teenage girl like I knew nothing was ever gonna happen so you know I was just like I can't describe it other than being a teenage girl because I was just messing around doing whatever because you know it was fun and I wanted it and it felt good so it's okay yeah but I was like how does he have time for a girlfriend when he'd be texting me all the time and then eventually like we just fell off I don't really know what happened but anyways and I was like talking to like different guys at school and stuff and I was just like really boy crazy and I was trying to get a boyfriend so bad like my friend was trying to set like my ex-best friend was trying to set me up and everything and then I literally like stopped looking like I gave up I was just like you know what whatever I like the single life like I need to not take this for granted like it's fine I'm over it and the second I stopped looking I literally started talking to Ethan like a couple weeks later like I found him like it was weird because it's not like I never knew Ethan I had like the biggest crush on him in junior high and I always thought like that he judged me for it or like that was weird for whatever because I was actually best friends with his ex in 
junior high, um, which we're not friends anymore. We weren't friends after junior high just because, you know, we fell apart and stuff. But yeah, so I just always thought he was like weird or saw me in like this weird light. But anyways, he was talking to a friend of mine and he came over to sit. He sat like the lunch table next to us and like was being really sweet and like making an effort to talk to her but she got like really nervous and chickened out so she just literally pretended like he wasn't there which is so rude (gasps) but yeah and so it was just like not good so I didn't want him to like sit there and like he was being so nice and like so genuine being such a nice person so I started talking to him you know like since Abby wasn't at the table you know because I didn't want him to just sit there and like I, I told him about this the other night. He's like, so you talked to me out of pity. I was like, no, I don't want to put it as pity. Like, I don't want to see it as that. Because that makes it you sound like it bad be nice or, like, not good or something. But, yeah. We... You were just practicing your empathy for Health Foundation. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. I was just being kind of empathetic. And so I started talking to him. And then, like, he was in my friend group for um Spanish class so was um the other girl Abby so like we were all part of this group so we already like knew each other and like talked here and there or whatever and like hung out together like with the group um and so he ended up like texting me for advice about her and stuff like that because like it wasn't really like going anywhere like it was starting to fall apart and he didn't really know what to do and like he knew that I was good friends with her so he like wanted to make sure like he did things like in a way that like would be okay or that he was comfortable with or knew she would be comfortable with so I helped him out with that and then I ended up like getting a crush on him all over again and then it was like Halloween and this is like when we officially started talking because it was Halloween and my friend Jenny who was also in the Spanish group was my sidekick I would like sit with her at lunch every day or whatever and we would talk about it and so they actually went to the same Halloween party because, like, they're friends to, like, a certain relative of one another or something. And so they ended up at, like, the same Halloween party. And I was texting her about him and, like, I was starting to tell her that, like, I think I like him, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, like, trying to get information out of her, like, and she was trying to get information out of him for me. And you know how that works. They always find out. So he, like, he saw her texting me, and, like, so then he started texting me, like, about it, and about he, how he felt, and stuff like that, and then we just literally started talking from there, and then he asked me out, like, about a month later, and then it was just our five months yesterday, so it's been good, but it was just, like, crazy. I don't know where I was going with that. How does this even (laughs) talk into the topic? Because it's relevant to you being definitely kind of in, like, we were talking about how, no offense, but you aren't in tune to, like, your emotional side, but Ethan brings that out out of oh. you, like, I feel like he Yeah, you bring you up know? such a good point. Oh my gosh, thank you for saying that. You bring up such a good point, because I literally remember, like, I had been through some rough stuff, like, and dealt with a lot of stuff earlier in the year, like, January, February, like, last winter, like, the prior winter or whatever, and ever since then, like, that just made me, like, cold, I guess, and I didn't really, like, have emotion in the sense that I didn't get, like, overly sad or, like, angry or super excited or anything. I was just kind of, like, mellow and just, like, 
bland, I guess you could say, when it came to my emotions. And I, yeah, I remember, like, I told him or whatever that, like, he turned it back on. And he was the same way, too, because of, like, other things that had happened. Like, because we'd both, like, been through stuff and been dealing with stuff. So we were both the same way. We both brought it out of each other. So that was really cool. But, yeah. I think that's really special. Um, I know that that is super special. So me as a human. So Capricorns are, by the way, y'all, my birthday's January 6th. So we out here being a Capricorn. <laughs> and the thing about Capricorns is like they become like super emotionally like involved with things, even when they don't want to. But it's like really hard for them to like kind of let that wall down which I feel like is the opposite for me. Like, I feel like I let people in too early Mm -hmm. and too easily. Yeah. And which really makes me angry because, like, this boy that, like, I I don't know if I'm talking to him anymore or not. Like, I was on the phone. So he's in Texas right now. And he is with some family friends. And he FaceTimed Mm -hmm. me, right? And I was super surprised and I was super happy. So we talked for a little bit. Well, his friend's mom we're just gonna call them I don't know the the, I don't know just we're just gonna say friend's mom so they're friends huh nothing (laughs) okay Uh, uh, so his friend's mom like made like a special little drink for them it was non-alcoholic so don't y'all don't like think that um a little like special drink that she used to make when they were kids and they all went downstairs, but the boy, which is whom the boy I'm talking to's friend, we're going to call him Eric. Eric, he just like was like, oh my God, you're still on FaceTime? And I was like, yeah, I am. How are you? He was like, oh, I'm so good. How are you? And then we started talking. Like, you know, we hit it off as really good friends. And then I re- he asked me a question. He was like, so what's your favorite type of music? I was like, well, I really lean towards um, contemporary Christian is like my first choice. And then I said indie and pop. And then he was like, that's a perfect answer. But let's be honest now. What's your first uh, choice of music? Yeah. And then, then uh, <laughs> it was funny and cute the way he did it. And then um, the boy I'm talking to brother was like, she's obviously never getting the ox when we're in the car. <laughs> and so they just like start joking around and then like eric he was like you're you're a cheerleader that's so cool and then the boy i was talking to was like yeah she could do three different types of splits and like they were hyping me up you know making me feel good about myself and then um eric said something and then the boy i was talking to was like okay mr steal yo girl i think it's time for y'all to hang up and i was like what 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 and I feel like I'm just, like, so good with getting along with people. And that's, like, another thing that, like, doesn't go with you the really Capricorn. Are. Like, I remember when, like, not to bring up bad stuff, but I remember when something happened between, like, you and another girl from your school. And they, like, you guys, like, both were, like, in the same secondary class with me and stuff. And, like, my really, our really good friend Rachel and I, like, sat together and sat behind you or whatever. And she kind of sat, like, next to the other girl and. So it was just, like, this huge triangle. Like, we were all kind of in a clunk, in a sense. And, like, we didn't really care about what she had to say about it or anything. Because just about how you carry yourself. And we didn't even, like, we didn't know you that well. 
like we didn't necessarily know anything like about you necessarily that was personal um right but for some reason something about you made us like take your side and believe you and want to be there for you and not the other person I think that's really special and really crazy because you know a lot of times they just you know You're so sweet. Like, literally, that makes me so happy. I try to be a realist, but I'm also, like, a really romantic type of person. But I'm not that person that's, like, no offense to the person that, you know. Like, some people, they carry themselves with anger. And, like, you know that they're, like, an aggressive person or an angry person or a sad person. And don't get me wrong. I wear my emotions all over me. Like, if I'm having a bad day, y'all know I'm having a bad day. And I'm a really emotional person and I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that because I love being able to feel the amount of joy I feel or the amount of sadness. It just makes me feel really in tune to being like mm-hmm. a human, you know, it's crazy that's, as that sounds like, I don't, like no offense to the people that are listening to this and maybe struggling with addiction, but to those people that like, like to get high and drunk so they don't feel anything in my, in my heart, I'm like, why do you want to not feel anything? Even though it hurts and it's terrible, I would love to feel it so that I know that I never want to feel like that again yeah I I understand what you're saying but like or not but anything I feel like it's I feel like that's a very unpopular opinion or like not unpopular opinion but I feel like that's a rare way to feel about things which is really special and really great that you have that to you know save yourself from you know all the bad stuff that's out there but I just I wish more people could see that like you so that way they didn't have to go through, you know, what they put themselves through to do what you do, you know? Well, what makes me sad is getting a little even deeper here is that because like I'm a foster kid and I have lost like so many important people in my life due to like alcohol and drugs and stuff, it's really made me open my eyes at a very 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 young very very early age and one of the first things our secondary teacher said to me was wow you're really mature you have a really big heart and you feel I wish. yeah so when we um when we wrote our letters to him like um what do you wish your teacher knew and his comment was all about how my heart was really big and that I was an empath and like all this oh. stuff and I was like and it made me emotional because, like, nobody sees me like that except adults. And other kids are like, oh, she's That's so annoying. She just sees you like that. Just, it really makes me happy because, like, I – because adults see me like that. Not – no teenager sees me like that. Yes, this boy I'm talking to kind of sort of sees me like that. And my family sees me like that. But, like, peer people that are closed-minded and like have tunnel vision they're like oh she 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 has a perfect life she's just so happy it's like sweetheart you choose to be happy you look at that you look at your glass and you have the choice and you get to decide if it's half empty or is it half full you are not going to look at that glass and you're going to be like oh well I just have a glass here and it it has some water in it no you're gonna look at it and you're like oh my glass is half full no I don't need any more oh my glass is half empty I need to get some more you know and I'm definitely that person that's like girl no need to see it as half empty it's half full now share it with everybody yeah I feel like for me our teacher is very intimidating 
And I feel like he's not just some average adult. I feel like, I don't know, he really intimidates me and puts a lot of pressure on me, which I feel like is a good thing because it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me at my best and it keeps me pushing myself. So I feel like because he has that impact and that control over me, that, like, it just makes it more special if, like, he were to say something like that. Yeah, he literally all yeah, he definitely. He's was I'm excited to have you in. Cl- oh, hold on. So I'm excited to have you in class and capitalize on the servant leadership qualities you have already expressed. Have a great year. That's all he said. Well, I kind of so we know me. I'm a giant writer. I love to write. So of course I had to use a bunch of adjectives and I had to tell a giant story, and you know. I had to get the feelings hyped, you know, and it's like, it's not always like a good thing, but you know, you do it, you do it. And like, I don't know. It's, I, I know a little bit about you and I know like a little bit of what you've been through, which I also feel like you've been through a oh, lot. Girl, you don't even know the half of it. And I'm a very open person. And I was actually talking to one of my friends um, about this and, um, he was like, no, I don't want to talk about that if it's going to make you sad. I'm like, it's not going to make me sad. I want to tell you about it, you know? And a lot of people are like, no, I don't want to talk about it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like that type of person that's like, no, I want you to get to know me. I want you to get to know why I am the way I am, why I act the way I act, like what I, why I do the things I do. And I think it's really healthy for people to get to know me like that, but not right away. Because if I tell them everything right away, they're going to run. And we are not ready for them to leave. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's completely different for me. I don't like to tell people stuff because I don't want to, I'm scared of, I'm scared of a lot of things. I'm scared that it's going to seem like I'm fishing for attention or that I seek your comfort or like, I don't want people to feel pity for me or like, I hate, like, I didn't even want to go to my grandma's funeral, but it was like a year ago because I didn't want to listen to people like feel bad for me you know like I I just hate when people feel bad for me so that's why I like just don't say anything because I don't want anyone to feel that way or make me feel like they're being that way and I also like don't want people to walk on eggshells around me because of it like if I say something that happened because of this or this and this I don't want people to over obsess about being careful about those things like I've learned I've moved on and like I can deal with it like I just don't want people to walk on eggshells around me or, like, pity me or anything like that. Or I just, like, scared of that. So I just don't tell people stuff. And I don't have – I don't, like, want to cry or be into my emotions at all. Like, I absolutely hate it. So, like, if I cry in front of you, like, it's a big thing. And it could be about a little thing, but it, like, means the world to me. Like, I cried to um, a family friend on the phone the other night, on, like, Sunday night, which, by the way, crying two times in a week for me is, like, a world record. But um, I was, like, literally talking talking to him about how I felt about his dad and what his dad meant to me and how he's helped me and how special I think he is and everything. And I got, like, super emotional. It was crazy, and it was really weird, and I, like, got done, and, like, I wasn't even in my feels, 
I was just ready to have like a lighthearted, like cool conversation and catch up. And then all of a sudden, like I'm crying over here. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that like I did that to you. Like, I don't really do that. I don't think I've like done that to you before, which I had like once before two years ago. Like, that's how rare that stuff like happens. Because I just don't deal with it. I hate it. I, I absolutely hate it. But I think that's what makes you special is that um, you, I don't want to say this, and I'm not being mean, but when you hide your feelings, but then you're able to express them to someone, like, that makes that person feel special because they feel trusted and they feel appreciated by you. And I think it's really special. And I open up to everybody, which is, like, a I'm not necessarily a bad thing, but I love being just upfront and honest with people. So I go to this thing called the Big Ticket Festival, yeah, right? Girl. And this person had asked me, how do you feel about abortion? And I looked at her and I said, someone point blank asked me that. How do you feel about abortion? And I was like, as a person who has had very close friends and family um, sexually assaulted, I am not going to give my opinion on it. But then I did. And she was like, oh, wow that I never even looked at it that way and it just came from being like very open with that person that I I was able to show them a different perspective which is like all I want to do in life is just to be able to show people different perspectives because so many people are just closed-minded and if I can just at least get them to open their eyes a little bit more to see a little bit more of the beauty in this world then I have done my job and I am ready to leave this earth. So, I am nothing like a Capricorn. To conclude, me and Megan are nothing <laughs> like our Zodiacs, except that we are very self-driven, and we, ha- we are hard workers, and we can be overly yeah. enthusiastic. Uh, horoscopes are a lie. <laughs> Conclusion, what we've horoscopes all learned from this episode is that horoscopes are a lie. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Oh man, I I just want to know why I'm just in my feelings so much these past couple weeks. Can we get me out of this? It's hard though because like you're, uh, this is just such a weird time. And like for me, I hate to admit that it's hard, but like it is, especially being an only child with like not a ton of friends that I'm really close to. Like, it's yeah. easy for me like being surrounded by only having a couple people to like just completely shut those people out or you know not really like shut them out even like a little bit because it's easier for me to just close myself off and deal with it like on my own than try to put on a good face and pretend that like I'm okay for other people you know like it got to the point where now people ask me how I am and I'm like I'm okay where it used to be like I'm good or I'm great which like under the circumstances in certain moments like yeah but overall like I have my good moments but now my normal is just okay yeah I get that 100% like whenever anybody asks me like how I'm doing I always say I'm okay because like I don't feel like talking about my feelings to that person or to anybody really because I've been told so many times like you are so negative you're such a burden quit telling me all these things so like I've quit telling a lot of people like that kind of stuff but like I'm still gonna be upfront with you like 
know I'm having a terrible day. Yeah, now leave no, me alone. My mom asked me like a week ago. She was like, how are you? And I was like, what do you mean? How am I? And she was like, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Or whatever. And I just like blew it off. Because I was like, that's it. Now. And I also like, I think this came up a couple of days ago. And I was like, but like, I'm not. I think I was telling her about the conversation I had with a friend where I cried. And she, like, looked at me a certain way. And I was like, well, I'm not going to complain, you know, or talk about it to you. Like, because I don't talk about it to anyone. Like, those moments are rare. Right. And they're special. And if you're not there, then you're not going to get it. Like, you're not going to get anything from those parts, you know. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and tell you how you feel. Yeah, exactly. Especially to parents, it's a whole different thing because they don't know a lot, you know, about how you feel. Not at all. Nope. One thing that I get so aggravated with about parents, like, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all right now. One thing I get really aggravated with parents is that they, like, forget that they were teenagers once. But I also have to remember, well, they grew up, like, way differently than I am right now. So my parents are older. And they, and me growing up, I've been through like so many different things than what they went through. And I like, I don't know. I feel like I'm also like an extremist with my feelings. And I feel like it's really hard for them to understand that. They're like, okay, why are you so upset that this boy doesn't like you? It's like, I smiled at him. I winked at him. I even got dressed up to go to the hardware store today. I did my hair. I put on mascara. I got ready to see this boy and this boy does not want to see me. And like, they, they're, 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 they are those type of people that's like, okay, well, he doesn't want you. You don't want him. And in my head, I'm like, well, why doesn't he want me? I'm absolutely perfect. Who doesn't want to bring a Christian girl home to their family? In my head, I'm like, where are my flaws? I feel like it's hard for like parents that have like our generation as teenagers, like our parents, don't understand how hard it is to be a teenager because they're not having to go through it like not at all and I feel like it's very underestimated how hard it is to be a teenager you know and so I feel like really lucky really like my children ever like or me as a parent I feel like this generation as parents are going to be so understanding because they lived it yeah you know whereas our parents haven't yeah you know, so they don't understand. They're not going to give us the right. same respect or the same leniency or feel the same way about it. My goal in life is to literally become a mom and just be able to not be, like, necessarily my chi- my children's friend, but I want them to know, like, I don't want their first thought to be like, oh, my God, my mom's going to kill me. I want it to be like, oh, my God, I need to call my mom. She right. can help me, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't feel that way with my family. Like, I'm not being mean at all whatsoever. They're just old-fashioned, old-time Pentecostal Christians, okay? And it's a very strict type of denomination to be raised in, like, you know? And it was really hard for them to, like, get me because I, I have some fun facts about me, which is what we call mental illnesses or disorders in my household. Um, and at my secondary school, 
is fun facts. And with my fun facts, like they didn't believe them at first, but then like after their eyes were opened and they were like, oh my God, she does have these things. They became a lot more understanding. Life has been a lot better since then. But it's like, it makes me sad that sometimes people, they have to literally go through the worst absolute things for them to understand something, you know? And I feel a lot of parents have to do that with their kids. Like they have to be on the verge of literally just being completely done, like emotionally and physically just exhausted. And then they finally notice, oh, I need to listen to my kids more or, oh, I need to read their actions a little bit more than what I do now. You know, I feel like that was very well put. Thank you. I'm just, I just have so much sympathy and empathy for the people that like their parents don't listen to them at all whatsoever and that their needs aren't being met at all whatsoever. And if they are being in like a house, like my heart literally goes out, don't cry, Abby, goes out to the kids that are stuck in their households right now that get physically, emotionally, and verbally abused every single day. And that school is their only escape place. And it hurts my heart because they can't get out. Yeah, I know know a person like that. And it's hard. Like, I've been there, but I'm blessed to not be in a bad situation like that anymore. So it's like, Lord, just please watch over them and just help them and guide them. Let them know that this is not forever. This is just a chapter, not the whole book. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's really hard. Like mental illness and like abuse is like there's two ways to go about it. There's a way that you use it as attention, and then there's a way where you shut down. And you either do one or the other. It's very hard to find that in between and find that coping mechanism. It is very hard, yeah. And for the people that are going through it. Um, you know, there's a bunch of hotlines you can call. You might be listening to it right now. Just know I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Megan's here for you. God is here for you. You might be wondering where he is or why he hasn't helped you yet, but he has a plan for you. Pick up that Bible, open it up to any page. There will be something there for you. There is always a plan. There is just your one bad day. Oh, one another bad day is over, a good day is coming. Just remember that there is hope. There's always light at the end of the tunnel, unless you are, um, what's that one movie? Oh, Ice Age, and she gets trapped in the cave, and then the last rock falls, but you're not her. You are not Ellie (laughs) from Ice Age. You are a bad bee or a bad boy, and you are going to get through this, and you're going to put on that breastplate, and you're going to get your sword out, and you're going to wear that armor of God, and you are going to rock the world, okay? You're going to thrive and shine and let your little light shine okay okay i think that's this is good why I, need to I think that's a really great idea you could just sit here and preach oh girl if i could preach <laughs> i would be rich like if i got paid for preaching oh, yeah. i'd be rich no cap yeah so this is fun it's nice to have you back it's really great to have you back i love being back i'm so glad i love being better. back and yeah, I think that's it for today. Oh yay! <laughs> I don't want it to end. I have so much. I have so much it's crap okay. to you talk about. Episode in like two days, so it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs>